Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Maddie. And we're here to give you our worthless opinions. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, listeners. She's, he's, gays and days. Mm-hmm. And our Neo's out there. Oh, yeah. Happy Pride Month. <gasps> yes. This is our first time recording Pride Month. It will not be the first episode that goes out, though. No. Okay. And we didn't think ahead well enough, so sorry. We're also, like, all over the place with our schedule, so sorry yeah. it's also been, for that. <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been a few weeks. It's been. It's been, it's been, it's been a, a time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I did not put the episode out today, oh. like I promised you I would. Well, so. everyone, for your late episode, you can blame Madison. Sorry. <laughs> there will be one before this one comes out, though, I promise. And this one will come out on Monday. I will nice. edit them at the same time. Noise. 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 What are we talking about this week? So we're starting our new movie series, and we're doing The Hunger, <gasps> Hunger Games! Games. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. Um, oh, such wow. a classic line. Yeah, also, what the fuck that, was that? I don't know. I don't know. It went from, like, classic British to, like, <laughs> Australian. You'll from the outback. your favor. Okay. Can you imagine if they had actually done it like that? Like, instead of, like, a obviously American president, they just put, like, oh, yeah. Cockney... There's uh, a Winston Churchill. <laughs> there's a English accent that I literally can't stand, and I can't figure out what um, area it's from. I think it might be Liverpool. <laughs> um, but do you remember there was one girl on Love Island, the um, English you Love Island? Yeah, is it Danny? the really dumb one? No, I love Danny, but um, she was the blonde one that was really. I want to say her name was Haley. But she didn't get along with anybody, and it was like everyone else. She with the curly, the curly blonde hair and the big titties. That really doesn't narrow it down. No, <laughs> it doesn't narrow it down at all. Um, but she was, I th- if I remember correctly, she was from Liverpool, and she is the accent that I can't stand. They just leave, leave parts of words off at the end. Um, you know what I'm I talking know, about? I do. Well, like, it I don't like, know if it's Liverpool, but I do know the accent that you're referring yeah. to. Yeah, it's almost like the southern version of a British accent. <laughs> I okay okay one second I'm googling Liverpool accent I just need to look her it... up so I can show you okay oh there's a whole British hello and welcome to another episode in our accent discovery series <gasps> okay. this series is all about discovering regional British accents to give you an idea okay this actually sounds fascinating I would like to watch this whole show <laughs> love it British English accent Sometimes they are so different. Most of the people I know had very London accents. They're very posh. Right, and I love a posh accent. Those are great. is Rebecca. Rebecca is from Liverpool. Oh, here we go. That means she is a scouser. Hello, Rebecca. All right, babe. People from Liverpool are very friendly and down to earth. But if you find yourself in a conversation with a scouser, you might find that you're a little bit That wasn't very much to work with. Because they use some words that we don't normally use in standard British English. We're going to go through some of the common ones with you now. Busies. Police. Look out, it's the busies. Look out, it's the police. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yep, that's it. Can't stand it. Uh, Maddie hates people from Liverpool. I can't. I, oh my God. I'm not going to sleep until I find this bitch's name so I can send you a <laughs> screenshot. She was the worst. At first it was like, oh yeah, she's cute. She's funny. And then by the end of it, it was just like, nobody liked her because she was such a raging bitch, but it was like everyone else's problem that she was such a raging bitch. Wait, like she, I remember you talking she had about? zero self-awareness. Yeah. You have to find it. Cause I need to know. Uh, Do you remember when we binge watched Love Island oh, for like absolutely? Was that a COVID thing or was that a pre-COVID thing? No, it was a COVID. Was thing. it? Okay, it's been so long. <laughs> that feels like years ago. So see, I think it's. I think we watched season four. Was it? You, some of these people are really like recognized. Like I know we watched this season. So just okay, go on. Are you? Oh on? yeah, is it this bitch right here? Which bitch? I don't know her name, but it's this one. Oh oh oh. Wait, wait, I can do this, I can do this. It is... If her name is Haley, I'm going to flip out that I remember that. Yeah, Haley Hughes. Yes! <laughs> and Adam. You remember Adam? Yes! <laughs> he was the worst. Oh. oh my god. I loved Danny, though. Danny oh, yes. and Jack all the way. She's the best. They both go for Sorry it. if I just ruined the season for you. Yeah, well, whatever. 
Okay, so anyway. Yeah, let's get That's there. how did we get there? How? I literally have no idea. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking about the Hunger Games now. Oh. Oh, it was because my shitty accent. That's right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so that was actually my fault because I brought up uh, what if they did it in a Cockney accent. So my bad. <laughs> my bad, guys. Oh, boy. Okay. So, um. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so the Hunger Games. I was going to say spoiler alert, but I kept trigger warning was trying to come out and I was trying to say spoiler alert. We're going to talk about literally every plot point. We are not going to hold back. No. If you don't know what the fuck is, like, what's going on. If you haven't read the books or at least seen the movies, just fucking click out now. Yeah. Go maybe go watch it and then come back and listen. Unless you don't care about spoilers and you're just interested to hear our opinion and then base that off whether or not you want to watch it. That's yeah. also understandable. That's fine, too. Yeah. We'll accept it. I would judge you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, there's your spoiler alert. Beginning to end. Maybe even the next movies might yeah, get probably, mentioned. Yeah, probably. So. Okay. Um, let's just get right into it. Yeah. Starting off. Starting um, off. I hate Jennifer Lawrence. I would just like. Okay, well, she's not in the first scene, so well, pause your I mean, hatred. I, it's very similar to my hatred of Kristen Stewart and her acting. They're, they are very <sighs> similar, unfortunately. Okay. Um, I actually, okay, wait, actually, 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 I think it is the character. I would just like to start off by saying this is also another poorly written one-dimensional female lead. Yes. Let's just I go ahead agree. and call her pants because she is so basic. She's like a pair of pants. Oh but when God. you are reading, you can slip on. And when you're done, you just take them off. There's literally so little we know about her. It's so easy for everyone to feel like they are her. Welcome, pants. The adventure. Death round. Okay, go. Okay. You ready? I think so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really? Wow. You'd think I was Kelly like a literary critic. Barely, very strongly about it. I was it. not an English major. <laughs> okay, so our first scene we open and it's Caesar in what? It is birds. I thought we opened birds. Do we? Yeah, it's like a forest scene. It's like. Oh. Okay. I didn't make note of that. And she's like, Thank you, though. And she, she picks her bow up out of a tree. No, it's that like, is not the opening scene. No, no, no. Okay. Is it? No. Yes. The in, the opening scene is Caesar and the game maker oh, fuck. chatting. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Fuckity fuck. Okay, you win. You win this um, And they're just talking about how the, the games are part of their history and how it all knits, it knits them all together as a community. It, when you're watching it, like, if you haven't read the books, it's very vague. Like, you don't really know what's going on. It's just, like, an introduction to this very, like, gaudy scene where there's lots of lights and they're on a stage. And they're and everyone's very, like... beard looks wild and their hairs yeah. are crazy and colors. their personalities are very flamboyant and, like, all of these things. Um, and talking about the games, obviously. So, that scene's very short. We cut to the next one where um, Kat, Katniss Everdeen, is... And we'll henceforth be known as cat because i am too lazy to say pants. katniss pants henceforth be known as pants i will not call her pants i will call her cat okay. <laughs> but kelly might call her pants i will be calling her pants um she's comforting prim her little sister primrose everdeen who just woke up screaming from a nightmare so um they kind of do their soothing thing and then katniss is on her way she's leaving um early in the morning so we see an electric fence after she travels through town um, and she just like ducks under it and continues walking outside of the boundary um, into the woods. So um, she's hunting a deer. And it's at this point we have now seen the pretty little birdies and she's walking through the forest. <laughs> and, she, and you're like, huh, this looks like rural Appalachia. It really does. It looks because like the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she grabs her bow like it was hidden like in a, a tree, tree somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so um she's hunting a deer and then gail shows up so liam uh, hemsworth everybody he is one nice hunk of man meat Ew, no. to look at oh, i find him very like i'm instantly turned off by him as soon as he opens his mouth i i don't something about his face just looks like he needs to be punched it's. I feel very differently about his brother, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Oh, yeah. Is, Chris is much better. Actual hunk of man yeah. meat. No. Uh, Liam's very boyish looking. He just reminds me of like every guy I had a crush on in middle school. Yeah. In like a movie. And I wasn't like, allowed to talk God. to boys in middle school. Well, no, like in movies, like, oh. like every like male actor in a teen romance. He's in like the early two thousands. <laughs> he's like the standard millennial man. Yes, and I'm just like. 
and we hate he millennials. He needs to be punched in the face. He needs to. A swift punch to the face. One isn't one like tra- character trait of millennials is that they hate millennials. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Honestly, that's they hate everyone. I think a character trait of millennials is hate. Um, um, accurate for myself. <laughs> so anyway, Gale shows up um, and scares off the deer. He like yells at Katniss. He makes some dumb fucking comments. Yeah, it's a really bad like, opening uh, line. What's up, a uh, Caterbean or whatever he fucking. <laughs> oh God, he her. does. It's awful. He has like a nickname for her, but it's not Caterbean. Oh, I made that up. Um, what is? We'll it? have to think of it. Cat, cat paws, cat catnip. <gasps> it's catnip. catnip. <laughs> Fuck. I knew I was close with Caterbean. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um. So she gets mad and is like, "Damn!" And she yells in it's a very so Christian Stewart. Damn you, Gail. Way. That's yeah. the line. Yeah. Damn you, Gail. That was how delivered it was delivered like too, that with like some furrowed brow. Damn you, Gail. <laughs> um, I picture her reading the script and it just saying like in parentheses, uh, "annoyed." Uh, yeah, annoyed. So like just. Oh okay, I'll, I'll I'll be annoyed when I yeah. read this. Um, so she says that she was gonna sell the deer to the peacekeepers, but she um ends up being able to shoot a bird instead. Um, that Gale helps her. Well, he like he like makes a Throws noise, a rock or something. Yeah, and like and the birds, like, you could shoot any one away. of those birds. The the whole scene is so painfully written and delivered and <laughs> acted. I'm just sitting there thinking, oh god, it's happening all over again. It's Twilight, you know. <laughs> It's pretty bad. Oh, Maddie's cat's playing with fire. So Solo. Stop. Sir, sir. Hey. Sir. That'll burn you. No. Don't do that. <laughs> I think he wants to get up to his grass and it's in the way. Oh, darn. Sorry, buddy. What are you doing? Literally, you have no interest in me oh. until I'm busy. <laughs> Continuing okay. on, one of the mo- notes that I have is uh, shaky cam in all capital letters. Because I would like it to be noted that I don't know who the fuck is filming the- really? solo really cat he wants the the grass okay but um it's like they're just like running through it's like a found footage movie yes how shaky it is they're really trying to get it across to you that like this, this is just the wilderness and the forest and we're just indie this is an indie movie and uh maddie's really i really out. need to pause because he's like too curious about that fire we'll blow the candle out buddy it's gonna be okay Fuck, I'm trapped. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> you can't edit this out. You guys should see this. <laughs> he almost got his tail in it. Did you see that? Yeah. What but... a dumb cat. Oh, what are you doing? He's so silly. Okay. Anyway. So, um, I forget what you were talking about. <laughs> Just the shaky cam. Oh, yeah, the shaky cam. What are they trying to communicate with that? It's like um, that that it's like a found like footage like, thing. Well, it's like naturalistic because they're trying to communicate something about like how District Twelve is, right? Like it's like it's dirty and it's gritty and it's like it's just natural. And yeah. It's like, oh, we're just in we don't the have woods. gimbals here. It's just casual. <laughs> okay. Um. So a sh- this huge like spaceship fucking thing flies overhead. Um. Spaceship. And they see it and hide. So then cut scene, um, there's a strange lady in lots of makeup that shows up. This is Effie. Um, she'll be in the rest Ugh, of the yes, film. Yes, classic. So they're kind of like in some sort of main square um, of District 12, which is where Cat lives. Um, Pants. And, what? Pants. Pants. <laughs> um, and they're like putting up lights and banners and you know, we don't really know what's happening, but what's happening is they're gonna do the drawing for the games. So, um next scene. Now Maddie's cat's playing with a loud toy. <laughs> He's balancing the book. That's his abacus. Have I told you that? We call that balancing the book. You told me so many times. <laughs> you told me at least five times. Every it's time. It's just payback for all the stuff that you tell me about Oliver. <laughs> multiple times <laughs> we put him to get to bed at like 7 30 now which i'm pretty sure you've been putting him to bed at like 7 30 for like six months yeah. <laughs> anyway um oh do i need to edit his name out no, okay <clears throat> so um thou gail and cat are sitting in some hillside by themselves just chit-chatting and gail kind of poses the question like what if we just stopped watching and what he's alluding to is what if we stopped watching the like, hunger games 
Like, and, just ran away together. Yeah. And um, he suggests that they tried to run away. And, you know, Kat's just like, we, would, we wouldn't make it, you know, however many miles. We'd be caught and killed or worse and blah, blah, blah. And she's just fighting with him. Basically, he's like, no, we're not running away. We have to watch it. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, and this is where we hear Happy Hunger Games for the first time. She kind of mockingly Happy says. Happy Hunger Games. Happy Maybe Hunger odds Games. be ever in your favor or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah. Um, so now we're in an open market situation. Cat is walking around. Right now we're getting, like, the obvious, like, destitution and poverty of District 12. Like, people are selling, like, pins and tacks. It, it literally and... just looks like they walked deep into rural Appalachia and were like, hey, can we just, like, film your lives? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, but it's kind of just, like, junkyard stuff that's being mm-hmm. sold at this market. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kat's home now. Prim is, her sister is looking pretty, and Mom says, I laid something out for you, too. Um, so Katniss takes a bath. She's scrubbing, 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 because she's covered in dirt. Don't know how she got that dirty, but whatever. Um, that's, that's something that just struck me. Like, this is supposed to be America, guys. Like, this is supposed to be America. There's supposed to be, like, a war that happened, and now we're broken out into these 12 districts. And um, the Hunger Games kind of, like, keeps, you know, it, like, the, it, it's a mechanism to keep the districts under control, essentially. Yeah, it's meant to literally, like, oppress them and scare them into right. compliance. But, like, this was previously, like, American land with like infrastructure but they're taking a bath like it's 1802 Mm -hmm, like a tub yeah with like dirty water and like yeah it's just it's kind of weird i don't know why it had to be so dramatic but anyway um so everyone is flocking to the area where they were setting up earlier so like the little town square all of the children are looking nice they've got their hair done they're looking well dressed and they're holding hands and very much look like they're walking to their deaths um they're all signing in so there's like a line and they have to get a finger prick and then there's like a little machine that reads their finger prick to make sure that it's actually them and then they are filing into these standing lines and they're they're um, like shit is like put into a big bowl where their names get drawn out of right right and they're um like standing in lines in front of the stage um gail is there too but it's i think it's like boys on one side girls on another and the crazy looking lady effie steps up to the mic and welcomes everyone she's very chipper and happy yeah um so she says happy hunger games and may the odds be ever in your favor and then they show a film from the Capitol. it talks about the war um and how there was a decree to make sure that the war would never happen again. So the decree is that one girl and one boy from each district are offered as a tribute to fight to the death in the annual Hunger Games. And you're sitting there for the first time thinking, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, a man made that decision, I can tell you. Oh, right absolutely. <laughs> I know how to fix people who are stubborn and don't want to do what authority says. The we'll kill children. them! Yeah. <laughs> that too. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's important to note that at this time, although the book never, re- or the movie doesn't really specify this, it's ages 12 to 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. are cast. Right. So all, all of, in each district, all the children between those ages that Kelly just said, so 12 and 18, are kind of cast in like a raffle. <laughs> and they choose one girl slip and one boy slip. And then those two travel together to the capital to be, to compete in the Hunger Games. Fight to the death, literally. So... Yeah, so 12 districts, two, two people, a boy and a girl from every district. That's 24 contestants, and they literally all have to kill each other until one's left. Yeah. And only one. Yep. So um, they're just, the video saying this is how we safeguard our future, blah, blah, blah. Very propaganda-y. Um, this is, so we're in District 12, we learn now. Of course, we've already said that. But, um, and this is the 74th Annual Hunger Games. So we've been doing this for Hunger Games. We've done this for seventy-three years, which means for seventy-three years, people have put up with their children being taken from them and brutally murdered for sport. Well, what is seventy-three times twenty-three? Because that's how many children have been killed. One thousand six hundred seventy-nine. That's one way to institute population control. Yep. Damn. Yeah, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of kids. So, um, Effie pulls a slip of paper out of a bowl and reads out. Rose Everdeen. Um, ah! Pants. Well, streaks. there's like a good like 
calm before the storm like it's kind of just silent and you see prim and she's just kind of like blinking because she's little i mean she's tw- it's her first year she's too. 12 she's 12 and they make it a really big point to tell you that she's like a young child earlier when katniss is helping her get ready and like tucking in her shirt and like buttoning her buttons for you they right. really just hammer home how like sad and pitiful and little she is right she's just very innocent like she's 12 but maybe like maybe like the author intended her to be like maybe emotionally immature even for a 12 year old so um there's like a moment of silence but then Katniss like flips the fuck out she starts like pushing past people and screaming for Prim and Primrose is like starting to walk to the front as instructed or she's being like kind of dragged to the front yeah yeah there are like guards or what are they called peacekeepers Peacekeepers. um that have like started to usher her and then Katniss screams out (laughs) like we've all seen the meme I volunteer as tribute that was great. We didn't rehearse that. <laughs> um, and so Effie's just kind of like, oh, my goodness. This is a District District 12's first volunteer. Like, yeah, no shit. Like, yeah, yeah, so um, Kat's ushered up to the to the uh, stage. She stands up there. And they all the crowd all does, like, like kisses their three fingers and, like, does the salute. Um, Which at that point you're thinking, what the fuck does this mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then she pulls the boy's paper, like, out of the boy's side raffle, and she reads out Peta Malark. So, what is his name? Josh? Josh Hutcherson. Hutcherson, thank you. So, it pans over to Josh Hutcherson, Peta, and it literally looks like he just shit his pants. Yes! I was gonna say, it looks like he's, like, lost in Ikea. He's just like, (laughs) what? He has that look down, but it's, like, the wrong look. Like, he institutes it in the wrong moments, like... Of, like, that existential <laughs> dread. Um, oh, man. So, and then it, it kind of flashes that, like, Katniss remembers him as being the baker's son. Yeah. Like, get, she's get interacted with him. Uh-huh. But she's... Oh, God. But she's, like, interacted with him before. It's my bedtime. Um, <laughs> so they take Kat and Peta away um, into, this bu- into the building that's behind the stage. And they're ushered into separate rooms. And a peacekeeper says, you have three minutes, and their families come in. Mm-hmm. So um, we get to see Kat say goodbye to her mom and Prim. So she's really sweet to Primrose and is like, you're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. I love you so much. Gail will take care of you. She gives her mom this, like, speech about. Yeah. Like, she tells her mom off. You can't check out. You have to take care of her. Like, <laughs> like, this is the last time. I mean, like, she's assuming at this point that this is the last time she's going to ever see her mother. And she yeah. didn't even say, I love you. She was just like, well, you can't check out like you did with dad. And It's like, very obvious that there's some trauma. Have a good relationship with yeah. Mother. Yeah. Um, so, and then Prim and her mom leave. And then Gail comes in and they say goodbye. And he gives her a sweet little pep talk. And it's like, you can do this. Like, you can hunt. Like, you actually have a chance of doing this. Obvious, like, pining for her since he was a young child. Yeah, obviously in love with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they're in a car with Effie now. They're being transported um, to a train. So, then they enter the train car. Um, and the, this train is going to take them to the capital. So it's bougie as fuck. It's, yeah, right off the bat, it's bougie as fuck. There's food everywhere, which for these people, like, food is very scarce. Um, which is why Katniss was sneaking out to hunt in the woods, if you didn't catch that. Um, but, like, they're, they come from a very destitute district, so, like, this abundance of food and, like, velvet and nice things and clothing and space and all of this is, like, very new. So they, you know, are taking that in. And then they're talking about Haymitch. Haymitch might be my favorite character in the whole oh, movie. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. The whole series. The man is iconic. <laughs> um, so it's explained that they get a mentor and Haymitch has won previously. He's won the Hunger Games. So. And in walks Woody an alcoholic Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Bl- with a bad wig. <laughs> I love him so much. Bless. Um, so he comes in and he's drunk and annoyed right off the bat. Like hasn't even met them. I hasn't vibe. even looked at their face. I vibe. Um, he tells them to get used to the fact that they're going to die and he, nothing he can offer them will save them. <laughs> and PETA again, looks like he's going to shit his pants, but like in an angry way, like he's angry while he shit his pants. Yeah. Yeah. Mad um, diarrhea. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> cat is watching footage and commentary that's playing on past games and I guess like studying, um, and then the next morning, Hamish is more willing to help them out. So we've cut scene. We're in the morning. He's not drunk yet. They're eating breakfast. <laughs> they're, so sitting, <laughs> they're sitting. They're sitting at at the table. 
Um, and he was like asking questions and shit. Like, right. Interviewing Peta, him. like Kat could give a fuck about him. She's like very independent. She's like, I'll figure this shit out on my own. Like, and Peta's like, this is my only lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peta's like, tell me everything you know. And like asking very good questions. Um, but like harassing Hamish. So this is when he kind of gives us important details for them, um, to survive, I guess. So he explains that you live by getting people to like you. Um, and we learn about sponsors in the scene. So essentially he's explaining, yeah, like this is going to be tele, this is a televised event and you have to get people to like you through the TV because if they like you, then they'll pay, then these rich people will pay lots and lots of money to send you aid during the games. Things like food and medicine. Right. It's important to Yes, important things. Um, so now they're arriving at the Capitol and PETA runs over to the window. Oh my god! And um, is waving at all of the Capitol people. And we see here really pretty quickly, which this is like a big point in the book, is that like the Capitol is very, very, like, I can't think of a word other than like flamboyant. Like, everyone's got like they're pink wealthy. hair. and They're very wealthy. Yes, very wealthy. It's obvious that they have been favored as far as like if we're assuming that the government has funds that they divvy out to the districts they're clearly favoring the capital districts right right but it's not even in like a way where like they just wear nice suits it's like they are in costume at all times flamboyant is the correct word yeah absolutely yeah like intense makeup like like their beards are like stylized um just crazy clothes crazy jewels so they're all seeing all that picture like a who from whoville yeah exactly but like it's a human oh i will post pictures that's a great idea um so pete is like smiling and waving and haymitch makes a remark like this guy knows what he's doing you should learn from him and cat looking at you um so next up they're on an autopsy table (laughs) and they're being cleaned off (laughs) oh right um so they're essentially i guess all of the tributes get groomed so yeah like they're like being waxed, waxed and like literally hosed down and scrubbed like laying on a stainless steel table mm-hmm. um and then they're taken to cinna so cinna is like the design like the costume designer for uh, the tributes lenny Kravitz. we love lenny um so the tribute parade is tonight so all of the tributes um are going to be paraded it's really in the name so the each district will have a cart so Peta and Kat will go in a cart themselves. That's like drawn like by horses. Literally horse drawn yeah. carriage. <laughs> um, so Cinna is going to help her make an impression. He like takes to her instantly and is like, I don't know. He, I feel like he shouldn't have favorites, but he do. And he just Kat seems to one. really like her attitude. Yeah, yeah. It's um, not like just to be clear. It's not like a romantic way. Right. Oh yeah. No. 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 It's more like a like a fa- like a fatherly figure maybe anyway you ever have like that teacher in high school who just treats you really nice and they're like they like support you through your high school education because everything fucking sucks in high school and they like give you books and shit that like encourage you to keep going and like be a Mm -hmm. good person that's enough yeah yeah okay shout Um, out mr judd (laughs) my high school english teacher (laughs) love that for you um so he's explaining he's like no we're gonna i'm gonna help you make an impression we're gonna get people are gonna remember well yeah it's also like his like his job and he probably wants to make an impression as a designer right yeah 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 um so the parade begins katniss and Peta have costumes that light on fire so they are district 12 is the mining district so they kind of yes in their conversation with Sino, they kind of just expect to be covered in dirt and shit and he was like no 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 we're going to do something epic. So their costumes laid on fake fire. Um, and they are ushered through the main, like they, they're just paraded down. It's a very short parade. It's like a, like a picture, like a, it's like walking down Greek, the aisle. Well, like a, but the setting is like, <gasps> Oh a yeah. Greek, um, fuck Coliseum kind of mm-hmm. style thing. Or like arena. Yeah. Yes. A, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Arena. Um, and all of these capital people are like cheering. <laughs> then we see President Snow. Um, but their costumes are literally on fire. Yeah. So that's why the capital people are freaking out. Right. It's like different. Yeah. Uh, so President Snow gives a little speech. It's really not important. I didn't take any notes other than that. Nope. It's some dumb it's like, dictator shit. Yeah. Welcome to the Hunger Games. Prepare to die. Um, and then they're shown to their penthouse. Since they're District 12, they get the, de- the penthouse. <laughs> Yeah, the top, I guess, which is, like, ridiculous because I'm pretty sure their district's, like, a shithole. Yeah. Um, now they're training with all the other tributes. New scene. So, where they're all in, like, these matching costumes and 
we learn that District 1 and District 2 are careers, which basically just means that they train to be... Killers. Winners. And then they volunteer okay. when they're 18. Oh, that's right. They're, like, fighting. Yeah. They all go... They, like, go off to camps and... Yeah, and then they volunteer. Um, so they win almost every year, but Hamish points out that they're arrogant, and arrogance can be a problem. So... Um, Later in our team, or like our joint training venture, PETA shows off his strength. He picks, this was kind of dumb, but he picks up like a big stone or some shit and throws it and everyone just kind of watches him. And yeah. Like, huh. Wow. What a threat. Yeah. It's like. People are laughing at him because he wasn't doing something else well. And Katniss was like. He was trying was to like, throw a javelin and he was missing. And then she tells him go throw it because like there's this shit about him being able to like throw fucking sacks of flour oh and, yeah um, so she's like just throw it it'll be impressive so he goes over to this like kettle ball oversized yeah. kettle ball and throws it and they're all like <gasps> and i have written he's intimidating because he can throw <laughs> he could throw you and like okay the other thing that annoyed me about that scene is like it wasn't even good like he just kind of like chucked something yeah they could have made like the impact of what he throwed much more impressive like it it like dented the cement wall but it just knocked over some shit yeah that's it yeah um, and that's when you really get a feeling that this guy is not top tier for this situation yeah. his talents are minimal <laughs> yeah um and we see that there's a little girl following cat around um and we know i know at this point that her name is rue but mm-hmm. we she's adorable she it, is really uh, makes cute um so now we're having another mentor session with Hamich. He's explaining the um, last phase of training. So they're going to be evaluated uh, by the game maker and a bunch of fucking, I don't know, rich people. Um, and a higher score means more sponsors. I think it's between 1 and 12. Oh, yeah, I have that written down. It's 1 and 12. So he basically just tells them to make sure that Katniss misses um, her target on her first tr- Wait. Oh, he says to make sure that they remember them. Okay, cool. Then Katniss misses her target on the first try. <laughs> and then... Which um, is so weird because they hype us up so much saying that she's, like, a great shot. Yeah. And then she she doesn't just, like, kind of miss. She completely misses the target. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, so she kind of, like, collects herself and tries again. But by that point, like, everyone watching for the evaluation has, like, checked out. They're like, oh, she's They're, like, chatting at, like, a fucking... She gets a two. ...business luncheon. Yeah. Um, Well, and we... There's a big, like, roast pig, whole roast pig with an apple in its mouth. So after they miss her second attempt, she decides to shoot the apple out of the pig's mouth honestly fucking iconic amazing so and like let me set the scene for you here she's on the first floor and they're all on the second floor looking down on her and the pig is up there with them in like the middle of the crowd like behind everyone yes and she shoots the arrow through the apple and it ding into the wall so and they're all like (gasps) let me look over yep um so now we're back at the penthouse team meeting and they're discussing cat's display uh, Effie's very upset about it, um, but Hamish is like, yeah, fuck yeah, you go girl, and yeah. They'll remember you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, now we're watching on TV the tribute ratings, yeah, so. Like score, and I don't, this is what I is the score meant to, like, imply how they think they'll do in the game? I think so. I think okay. it, like, evaluates their skills. That's kind of what I always wondered, but I also wondered if they give them scores depending on how they want people to support them at, like, during the games. Like, the scores are meant to impress, like, possible sponsors. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that that's the end result, but I think that the intention is just to rate how strong of a player they anticipate them to be. So, they want high evaluations because high evaluations have more likelihood of sponsors. So, uh, Caesar, Caesar is announcing the scores. PETA gets an 8, and they're very happy with it, and then Cat gets an 11, and it's, like, jaw-dropping. Was it 11.5, or was it just I think it, it was just an 11 okay. out of 12. Um, so Snow, cut scene, Snow, President Snow is upset that her score was so high. He's talking to the game maker and he's like, what's going on? Like, why is she so, why did you rate her so high? And he does something with like, um. And he, well, he asks the game maker, uh, why there's a winner of the Hunger Games. Like, why don't we just take 24 people and execute them every year? Why do we have a game? Yeah. At he, all. He does some analogy with roses, too, but I can't remember Oh, does he? He starts, like, cutting them off. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I don't remember that. 
the but i'm sure it happened um he says that the answer to his question as to why there's a winner is hope that's why they round up 24 people and do not execute them they make them all fight because it a little bit of hope is effective and a lot is dangerous is what Mm -hmm. he says so we just getting into the psyche of the psychopaths who are holding this game so district 12 um teams are eating dinner now so as in like Effie, Hamish, Kat, and Peta, tomorrow's the last day, um, and Hamish will be working on the with them one on one. So Peta wanted time with Hamish by himself without Katniss because he sees that she's a threat now. Only one of them can win, so he's, he's like training hurt. on his own. Yeah, yeah. Um. So this night they're presenting all the tributes again. Kat has another amazing costume, and Cinna is giving her a pep talk. They're being interviewed one at a time on stage on TV by Caesar. Caesar Flickerman. Yes. It's important that we mention his last name. His last name is literally Flickerman. I didn't even remember that. Yes. I'm very impressed. Um, I loved the books. <laughs> uh, so she, they're being, uh, Kat is with Caesar and she's making people laugh, but like not really trying. She's kind of just being like dry and like snarky. Yes. Um, which it, honestly is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and everyone thinks she's funny. So that's good. So he asks about the flames from the initial parade and she says she's wearing them again today and says, would you like to see them? And he says, yes, of course. So she gets some twirls around to show the crowd in the cringiest twirl to ever exist. Which like is part of her character because she's a fucking like tomboy, not feminine. Was whatever. it supposed to be that awkward? Yeah, because in the book, it was, she, like, you hear her God. internal monologue about her being like, I didn't even know how to twirl. I've never, I've been twirled since I was a child, and, and. Like, twirling such a blah, hard blah, fucking blah, thing? Blah. And she was scared she was going to trip, because she was in heels, and all this other stupid shit. Okay. I just accidentally deleted my entire note. Nice, 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 nice. Please tell me there's a way to Shake it. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, no, no, I got no, nothing. no, no. Okay, well, you just have to listen to me okay. and insert comments as appropriate. After she twirls, the crowd goes wild, as expected, and now Peta is being interviewed next. Um, the crowd loves him. He's charming them with his charm. <laughs> He's charming ki- them with his charm. He's killing them with his charm, is what I typed. Uh, he tells Caesar and the crowd at this point that he's always had a crush on Katniss. Yes. Um, and that she didn't know who he was until they came there together i think cat when he when Peta gets backstage instantly throws him into a headlock yeah like she like punches him or some shit yeah it's really intense she's super mad and hamish is like what the fuck are you doing this is a good thing and she said no he made me look weak and hamish says he made you look desirable and it's like spicy boom ouch um no woman wants to hear that so Hamish convinces Katniss that Peter pulled a good move and we kind of move on. So I got it back. I got it back, by the way. You got it back. Okay, good. Woo. So um, we're back at the penthouse. It's nighttime, but Kat can't sleep. So she goes out to the main room and she finds Peter out in the living room too. So they kind of just sit and chat about their impending doom. It's like a cute moment, whatever. They're like building their friendship. Um, next up, they're heading down in an elevator and Hamish is giving her last minute tips which at this point we kind of just looked at each other and said was this not important a week yes, ago really important information to be i literally have written life-saving info he waited the last minute to deliver like he's literally explaining okay so the doors are going to open and this is what you're going to see and that's where all this that, that's where all the gear is in the cornucopia in the field and everyone's going to do this don't step off your platform because they're mines and they'll blow you to fucking bits yeah and, and it's she's like, like getting in the tube and she's like what 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 about what else what else quick Talk faster. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she gets a tracker chip in her arm. They kind of, I think this is the part where they like get in a plane and no, that's later. Yeah. So she gets to say goodbye to Cinna. Uh, she's like freaking out. She's shaking, but Cinna. So we forgot to mention the, yes. the pin. The, he included her like mocking J pin. Yeah, Prim gave her a mocking J pin. No, well, she, she gave it, it to Prim and yeah. then Prim gave it back to her when she left. Um The mocking J has some significance. I just don't fucking remember it. That those are the birds that Rue and her use at the later in the movie. Okay, right. Yes. Yeah. I know that, but like I don't know what the significance is it to it at like the beginning. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um so he 
essentially Cinna hid that in her jacket for her so she could have it with her and nobody would find it or take it. Um, and he sends her off with a little kiss on the cheek. Um, so she gets into this super, like, constricting tube that gives me, that, like, <laughs> Claustro- panic. Yeah. And that's the one that she's told, like, whatever you do when this gets up top, don't step off it. And my only thing was, like, the propulsion at which it is jettisoning her. Jettisoning her. Jet- it's very slow. Because well, I like, was looking for that, too. When he gets to the top and it stops, I, my oh, fucking yeah. clumsy ass I would, would fall. fall off. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, That's God. That's fair. Because <laughs> the tube's not around you anymore. You're I wonder how many tributes have died in that fashion. Being clumsy dickholes yeah. like me. Yeah. Um. So she gets into the tube, lifting up into the arena. They're all waiting for Go. So they're standing around in a circle in the bright, bright sunshine around the cornucopia. And you're hearing, like, burp, burp, burp. Like the countdown. And they made them wait for like three minutes or some shit out there, right? I, I would just be, no, 10 seconds. No, it was like at least a minute. Okay. Because I remember maybe it was commenting. Six, okay, maybe it was a 60 second countdown. But that would probably literally seem like the quickest 60 seconds. And you're just there like, <laughs> I can't Yeah, see. that's fair. Your eyes are adjusting to the light. You're fucking, yeah. where the fuck am I? Yeah. Am I in like a hell hole? Am I in a cave? What the fuck is What this? the fuck? Is that the litter box? Solo. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I thought someone was trying to break in. <laughs> he's cleaning. He's covering his shit. You're nice. welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry for the interruption. Um. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, but yeah. So very like a big adjustment. Right. Mm-hmm. So she locks eyes with PETA and he just kind of shakes his head no because he can tell that she's considering going to the cornucopia to grab some gear. Um, and basically, I guess, like, the advice that Hamish gave them was, like, do not do it. Run the other way. Just find a hiding spot. Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. Solo. Are you done? But, so, the, the timer goes off after um, Peter shakes his head at her. And she does manage to grab some gear. It's kind of, like, chaos. And it's, like, she can't really decide if she's going to go for the cornucopia. So, she kind of, like, cuts a corner of the circle and is able to grab, like, a backpack. Almost dies. In the process, um, people are going ape shit. This scene oh, is it's carnage. insane. It is carnage. There is blood everywhere. There are people screaming. Uh, the like big kind of like career, like the the lower number districts. So like I think it's like one through five There's or something. Like kids and shit. Yeah, like, real young kids. They're just like literally getting their throats sliced open. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, and so Katniss almost gets killed in the process of getting the backpack but she got it so we're good and someone threw a knife at her and she catches it with the backpack so she's got a knife too woohoo <laughs> so now she's running through the woods um the cannon goes off to mark the people who died and it's 12 people already as in half yeah you're of like the bang, field. Bang, bang, and you see like the pictures go up yes. and they're like this person has died this person has died this yes. person has died and the list just keeps going and going yeah. and going so that's literally half of the people right there died in the first like 10 seconds yes so she catches a small animal for dinner, um, and she gets a high vantage point in a tree and ties herself in so she doesn't fall out. And it's nighttime now, so they play. This is when they play the protect- protection once it's like dark in the sky um, of everyone who died. And she's looking for Peta. Peta doesn't show up, so that's good. Um, she drifts off to sleep in a tree, but then wakes up to the smell of fire. So one of the dumb tr- dumbass tributes lit a fire uh, because she was cold, and the careers come up and kill her it's really quickly. Sad. Yep. Uh, so there's 13 gone in the first eight hours. So there's an alliance. We learned that there's an alliance of all the super strong tributes and, and PETA, PETA is with them and he's guiding them to cat. So they kind of cross under her tree and she can hear them, but they don't see her. And he's like directing them like, no, she would do this or she would she do went that. This way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, once PETA's away, the careers kind of talk shit and they're like, we need to get, we need to kill Peta, but we need him to find Cat first. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's moving. She she gets out of the tree and she's moving to the edge of the arena, away from everyone. And the game maker is like standing over his like hologram version of the arena and is like, "I don't like that." So they, I think they give her some time at first. They're like, "We'll see, we'll see," because she's like, she's avoiding the game essentially. Yeah, she's trying to hike out. Yeah, yeah. Um. So he sets fire to the forest. Yes. Yeah. Fire raging, balls. raging Literally, fire. Fireballs come just careening at her. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. So she's trying to outrun it. 
Um, she gets really badly burned and probably some bad smoke inhalation. <laughs> She's not, she fucked up. She yeah. got fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But they get her into the area that they want her to be in. She kind of like jumps into a river or a creek or something um, to soothe her burns. And then immediately is met by the group of like five or six tributes that PETA's hanging with. The, the careers. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they're now they're chasing her through the woods. So she's just doing a lot of running. So they like yeah she eventually gets up a tree again um and ties herself there and they're trying to like climb up the tree to chase her and somehow they can't like somehow this guy can like take someone's head and like snap their neck and kill them but he can't climb a tree none of them can climb i i i do not understand that because like she climbed it with a fucking burnt ass leg so i maybe think they're implying that he's too posh to climb a tree i don't know i don't know but Peta yells out why don't we just wait her out eventually she'll have to come down or she'll starve thank you Peta. that's really really helpful so we're back to Kat, and her burn is really bad. She's in a lot of pain. Um, Hamish is sitting with a bunch of, like, rich people at the Capitol watching her suffer, and he goes to work to get her a sponsor. Mm-hmm. So in the next- Work. Work, work girl. Work. W-E-R-K. What is that song? You ain't gotta go gotta to work, work, bitch. Work. Oh, work. okay. We're thinking work. two different songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a little parachute with a chime comes down, and it's packaged for Katniss. It, it literally goes, ding. It's like an iPhone- Ding. sound yeah beep, 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 beep. um so there's a note attached that says apply generously and stay alive signed h and it's medicine for her burn so she goes ahead and puts that on um and is like instantly relieved and now it's morning and her leg looks like way better it's like a new fucking leg magic it was healed <laughs> and if i remember correctly in the book she's internally thinking like what the fuck the capital has access to this shit and we don't where i am right yeah god um so now Rue shows up because remember Kat's still at the top of this tree and the careers are waiting for her down on the ground. So Rue is in a tree and she kind of gets Kat's attention and she points at a nest of tracker jackers and kind of just motions for Katniss to cut it down um, so that it falls on the Alliance. She's yeah. She's like, yeah. <laughs> so she does it. She goes over there. She gets stung a few times um and apparently um you there's like a cutaway to caesar flickerman and he and the co-host of the show oh yeah they're they're watching this this remember this is a fucking game show like fucking survivor or the amazing race they're watching every move you make and broadcasting it on live live television everyone to view um and they're like oh those are tracker jackets they are specially engineered bug with an incredibly painful sting that can cause hallucinations and even death yeah yeah it's and we looked at each other and we were like, why the fuck would anyone want engineer to engineer that? that? <laughs> why would you do that? Um, okay, so she eventually she gets the, the hive to fall or nest, whatever you want to call it. Um, one of them is overtaken and dies. One of the careers down at the bottom. Um, and Katniss is able to get down, but she's hallucinating now since she was t- stung a few times. Um she's she, like struggling to walk and shit yeah and she it's like literally like she's tripping acid like she's seeing like three of everything and um so she takes the dead girl's bow and arrows and Peta appears there's three of him in her eyes <laughs> run yeah and run! he's just yelling run Kenneth, run, 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 run so she's running away but absolutely out of her mind um i literally typed on the worst acid point. trip of her life <laughs> accurate though um so she at this point she's also having a vision of her dad down in the mines in the on the day that he um there was an explosion in the mines and he died okay yeah so we kind of we just i think it was just to learn how her dad died um so now she's passed out under a log and her stings are dressed with some leaves so rue is lurking um to make sure that katniss isn't going to kill her um but she also made sure that kat got her bow and arrow and obviously she's the one that dressed her wounds so Cutscene, and that now they're eating together, so they're fast friends. Um, and Rue says that Peta is down by the river and asks about the alleged romance that Peta started. She's like, "Are you two really yeah. in love?" Yeah. Which, okay, plot hole. I literally have this noted. Plot hole. If they really are filming everything, and Katniss is saying like, "No, that's just for show," wouldn't everyone viewing be seeing that? I don't think she said that though. I think she gave her a non-answer. Well, yeah, but still, like, it implied that, like, no, they weren't. Yeah, I guess. I, well, I guess also it doesn't mean that the show is literally broadcasting Katniss 24-7. Maybe they were just focusing on, focusing on someone else. And... Yeah. 
I don't know. That's a good question. Because that's my thing is, like, sometimes they have these, like, private conversations that I'm like, but. <laughs> but how? Um, she also asks about, um, Kat also asks about the other careers. And uh, Rue's got it all staked out. She says that they have the gear stacked up in the field, in, like, the main field where the cornucopia was. Um, and that it's, like, booby-trapped and all this shit. So Katniss comes up with a plot. So they're going to light these huge fires that'll produce a bunch of smoke all around the arena. Rue's going to do that. Uh, she's going to go from fire to fire to set it up. So then eventually all of the careers will have split up to go kill the tributes that um, have lit these fires, right? Which means that they will have left their stack of gear. Um, and while when they're gone, Katniss is going to go to the gear and destroy it or take shit or whatever. Um, so this is the point where Rue decides that they'll use the mocking jays to signal that everything is okay. So there's like a tune that she sings out and all the birds sing it back to her. And, um, basically she's like, if you hear that, it means, it's important to know. Yeah. Uh, basically like if you hear that means I'm okay and I'll be there soon. And Kat says, okay. So, um, they split up and the careers take the bait. They've also booby trapped the field with mines, like before yeah, you, you can even see get there. Like redug them up or some shit. Yeah, um, and someone stayed behind to guard. So some kid, some fucking kid. Yeah, and another tribute that's not one of the careers has been watching too. So she immediately sprints out into the field and steals some shit. But they, but Katniss watches her like bouncing around mm-hmm. and realizes that it's been booby trapped with mines. Like, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then the guard kind of senses that she's there and goes to investigate. So now this gear is there with no one watching it. Um, Katniss hatches a plan about viewing some apples and she thinks, I can shoot those apples and set off the trap. Yes. Exactly. So she she shoots some arrows and lets some apples loose and hits the mines go off and everything explodes. And the explosion is so huge that even Katniss, like hundreds of feet back, is blown away. away, And her ears are ringing. Would inevitably have had a slight fucking concussion on top of the other concussions she probably has. Yeah, exactly. So now Kato, like the main District 1 boy, comes up and he just like immediately snaps the guard's neck. He slashes his neck. No, he, he, like, takes it in his hands and snaps his neck. I thought neck. he, like, cut his neck. I don't know. Okay. I could be wrong, but I thought I remembered because I was like, damn, that's brutal. Like, the breaking Either way, neck. he fucking brutally murders yeah. this child. Just, like, in an instant, didn't even think about it. It was like, yeah. you fucked up, you die. Um, so Kat does the whistle to signal Rue now that this is all over, and Rue is screaming Katniss's name. Katniss! Um, and she's it's traumatic. Ca- yes. She's caught in a net, um, like a trap net for animals, but I'm guessing it was actually for tributes. Um, and so Katniss gets her out, uh, but then a career shows up and throws something at Rue and hits her in the chest. So Rue's hit in the chest. Katniss's immediate reaction is to turn around and shoot the guy with a bow. Well, and no, her, it her happened at like the same time. Did it? Like Did she, she, was she just didn't get him fast it. enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's just like, oh my, I fucking cried. Yeah. So uh, the, that, that scene is a lot. Both the guy that Cat shot and Rue end up dying. And it's a very emotional scene. She doesn't die quickly. Katniss has to like hold her. And she's singing and, like, to her. And... Yeah. And yeah. It's just really hard to watch. She's such a little kid, and she's so sweet. And it's just. Oh yeah, I have a note here. Kelly is now crying. <laughs> Um, it's emotional oh my god i remember that you got really sad you were like crying she's when we were watching this baby she is just a baby um it so makes me think of like how fucked that is and then part of me is like oh my god i hope this doesn't happen in real life I there's no way the <laughs> yeah um so after rue dies cat collects some flowers and lays them on her body just to honor her and then she does the kiss and three fingers to the camera and then everyone in Rue's district which I think was 11 or was it 10 it was one of the lower number districts Um, and they are all standing around like the main like square TV and they all do it back like there's like 200 people there and they all kiss their fingers and do like the three finger salute and it just sets off fucking chaos anarchy they are going that shit they're fucking they're setting things Water on fire. Water cannons. They're flipping cars. They're beating down peacekeepers. Yes. They're, they're just destroying everything. 
everything. Um, so the Capitol steps in in true militant police style, like we saw last summer. They've got their SWAT gear. Their water cannons and their rubber bullets. Yes. Tear gas and yeah, and they get the people back under control because they've they've dealt with a couple of of riots in their time. Yeah, when the people well, this is why we spent millions of dollars on this riot gear because people We're used to this. these people do this kind of shit. These they destroy things. If you aren't catching it, we're just trying to point out that there are some racist undertones implied in the scene and it doesn't really hold an opinion other than that it exists yeah so we love that oppressive yes there's some oppression happening for shizzle and that's like the understatement of the year okay um so cat's having a breakdown as you can imagine she's just like like sobbing in the woods crying like yeah which makes sense a young child who reminds her of her little sister just died yep absolutely um and then we cut to the game maker who is now talking to Haynes Haymitch because Katniss is now a problem right Katniss set off a riot a riot in Rue's district or um, an, an insurrection right if you will um so Haymitch says give them a love story right give the audience a love story give them something to hope for and then the game maker tells President Snow and President Snow's like I think that's a bad idea but do what you do. Sure. Be careful, is what he said. So, um, maybe that's when he does the rose analogy. Maybe the because like, the rose analogy is like really subtle, right? He's just like cutting he roses. Literally, while he yeah, talks. just like trimming roses. Right. Back. So now we're back in the arena. Love story. An announcement yeah. comes on over the loudspeakers, right? Yes. Why Katniss is crying in the forest? Yes. And essentially, they announce that two victors can be crowned as long as they're from the same district. Yes. So this is like huge news, right? Yes. Because that means you can team up with someone from your district. Well, it's also important to note that the only two people left in the same district are Katniss and Peta. So I actually didn't realize that Peta and Kat were the only ones from the same district yes. left. So everyone out there's only um there's only that option for Yes, this, so there's this new. uh Kato and the girl who they call Foxface. Uh and then there is the male the guy from Rue's district who i don't remember his name and then there is Peta and katniss there's one other contender too but it's not i think it's the redhead fox face oh is that fox face oh okay um it's one of the other uh careers oh no it's the it's it's the small um brunette with the freckles she's still alive she's one of the careers too i think she's two or something like Kato's one and she's two. Yes, yes, and she, but they're not from the same district. Right, 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 yeah. right. Um. Okay, so Katniss immediately goes to work to find Peta. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually steps right on, on him. him, um, because he's painted himself to camouflage into a log. This I was like to pause absolutely fucking because ridiculous. It, yeah, this I, was wow. A, I have so many feelings. A plus plus, like aesthetic makeup skills right here but a how would you do it without actual tools how would you do it without a mirror how would you do it to yourself so completely perfect no bullshit absolute fucking bullshit hard pass no no i'm no. gonna i i it's uh hard, it's a no from me hard no on the disguise <laughs> um so she like pulls him up his leg is broken or he has a cut or something i think it's a cut um it's a nasty cut. Yeah, it's it ain't a your run-of-the-mill cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, he got done fucked up after the tracker jacket incident. Yes, yeah, he did. Um, and he's, like, being, like, self-deprecating. is like, you have to leave. Like, you'll never survive with me. And she's like, I'm not leaving you. Like, she refuses. So they find a cave, um, and they hide in it. And she gives him a little kiss, a kiss on the chick. Mm-hmm. A kiss on the cheek <laughs> for the camera. Gail is seething back at home watching this on television. Um, and then beep, beep, here comes a parachute with some soup for PETA with a note that says, you call that a kiss from Haymitch. Mm-hmm. I literally wrote LOL, 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 because <laughs> Haymitch is sassy. So PETA is talking about how obsessed he is with her. They're sitting in this cave and she's feeding him soup and then they snuggle a little bit. So now there's another announcement. There will be a feast at the cornucopia tomorrow because everyone needs something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So 
Kat's getting ready to go, and Peta says, no way, you're staying here. But she's like, it's the medicine for you. Right. And it's just like, you need the medicine for your legs. So now he gets a real kiss. She kisses him. Mm. Gail, again, sees every second and hates it to his very core. Which is just, it's such a useless piece of information, but thanks. Um, She agrees to stay, but it's a lie. So she kind of just like snuggles up to him until he falls asleep. And then she gets up and leaves. Um, So she's at the cornucopia. She sees the District 12 bag at the corner, like in the center set up on the little structure. Um... I think, like, someone else grabs their bag first and is successful and doesn't get killed, so Katniss goes for it. Fox face. It's that girl. Yes, yes. And then she gets in a cat fight with one of the other female careers, which is the brunette with the freckles. Um, But, so Katniss is, like, literally about to die, but the boy from Rue's district comes up up. from behind her and saves Katniss and kills the other bitch. And he says, like, just this once for Rue. Right, yep. Which hit me right in the feels. Yeah. Right in the feels. Yeah. Which, I don't know how he knew about that. Because he, get, like, they were projecting this kind of shit. Like, they knew a lot about it. I, Like, you could tell what was going on with everybody else. Could you? Mm-hmm. That's what I remember from the book. Like, somehow they were... His name was Thresh, by the way. Thresh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thresh. Like, flesh, but with a TH. Okay. <laughs> and an R. Thank you for that. Um, so, the bag has medicine for Peta's leg. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cat has, like, some new wounds from her cat fight. Um, so, they put it on Peta's leg. And then he also kind of, like, mends her... Like, her cut on her head and puts the medicine on, too. It was very cringy. Josh Hutcherson is not the, like, what is that, like, caretaking type? Like, oh, it's just you know all I mean? so awkward. Yeah, it's really awkward. So, they're snuggling. Um, they wake up. Their wounds are basically gone, right? So, they're new people. New legs again. Um, it's morning now, and they talk about going home. Like, home home, which is interesting. They're gra- gathering food, strategizing. Um, PETA gathers some poisonous berries, and Foxface is following him, unbeknownst to him, and sees him picking those yeah. berries and eats them herself and then dies. Turns out it's night- Nightshade. Night- Night- Nightlock. Nightlock. Nightlock? Something like that. So, um, Kat freaks out and, like, luckily stops PETA before he eats them. Because she, she hears has- a cannon go off. Oh, yeah, that's right. she thinks it's PETA. But it's actually Foxface. She comes like, PETA! 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 And then he's like, what? I was just getting some berries. She, like, has a she, like, full slap, bitch melt slaps them out of his hand. Melt down. Um, so now it's nighttime, and they hear screaming and howling. So it's the finale. It's happening. This is the end. So the boy from Eleven comes across the sky and the cannon sounds, which is thresh. Um, oh, okay. They're walking through the woods, and they're hearing growling close to them. Mm-hmm. So some pig fucking wolf thing jumps out and attacks PETA. Um, but Katniss shoots it and they're able to run. Now there are three of them chasing PETA and Katniss. And they're just running, 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 running until they get to the main field and they're jumping up on the cornucopia. Um, so Kato is already up there. Love that guy. Such a sweetie. <laughs> and he immediately attacks. <laughs> immediately. He's a vicious animal, and he eventually gets Peta in a headlock, and they kind of just have, like, a standoff where Kato's like, do it! Do it! If you shoot me, I'll fall down, and he'll die, too, and blah, blah, blah. Because the dogs. But it's important to note that Kato is fucked up. Your he boy is. ain't gonna live anyway. No. Like, he has been severely mauled by those dogs. Yes. God. This scene is so gruesome. It's violent as fuck. It's really bad. I like, can't believe we are allowed to watch these as children. <laughs> It kind of, like, gives me a pit in my stomach. It's, like, so violent. Uh, yeah, and whatever. She shoots. She, so like, she's able to shoot his hand. Him. Yeah, and so he. And Peter, like, pushes him off. Right. Um, and then we get the really fun experience of listening to him screaming. And he, like, literally like, begs for, like, them, like, their help or something. And she just shoots him in the head. Yeah. And it's they won! Horrible. Yay! Yeah, so he was the last one. So now they're the last two. They're waiting to be named as victors. They're kind of just, like, looking around, like, what the fuck? Uh, but then there's another announcement, and they revoke the two-victor thing. Actually, we've changed our minds. There can only be one victor. So now they've, like, made this love story happen, but now they're the only two, so one of them has to kill the other one. 
if you needed to have a recap there. So they threatened to commit suicide because, surprise, they kept the night lock. Um, so they split the berries in their hands and they're like, we'll, and we'll do it. And he's like, what the fuck? At least you should go home. Like, I'm fine. Just kill me. And Katniss. she's like, no, trust me. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The woman. Um, so they, you know, say one, two, three, and they were like, literally like raising their hands to their mouth. And this, I laughed out loud because the announcer comes on in the arena and is like, stop! (laughs) Like, just so informal, like, stop, 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 stop. So, um, and then immediately presents them, like, I give you the win, the winners of, you know, the 74th Hunger Games or whatever. (sighs) So another spaceship comes down, picks them up. Um, and we're with Hamish again. So he's telling Katniss that the Capitol is mad at her. And that's a serious problem for her. She's not taking it seriously. And he's kind of like, no, you need to take this seriously. So, um, and essentially they're mad because like, sorry for the sirens. They're mad because she fucked with their tradition. Like she, like she forced their hand to do something that they didn't want to do. Um, so, the game maker um, also is killed by snow with some nightlock, poetic justice. Um, he's like well, put if in you want to call it justice, well, he's just put in a room and the, like the doors are locked behind him, and the only thing around him is a bowl full of nightlock. Right, right. Um, then Caesar is on TV to interview Katniss and Peta, and they have to try really, really hard at this point to paint this lovers thing and how like they couldn't live without each other. And it's bad. It's and it's bad. it's pretty bad, but I guess they succeed. Um, and like they're just trying to communicate that they would literally rather be dead than live without the other. So, um, Snow eventually places their crowns on their head, and they are headed home to District Twelve. Uh... So they're welcomed by their fellow Districtees, and now they have to pretend to be together. Lols. Lols. And Gale is seething in the back again. Yeah, he's just like angrily working on something, grunting like an yeah. animal. So, yep. So that was the Hunger Games, the first movie. Yay! Yay! Um, we'll have. There's only three, right? Four. I thought. Are there four? I don't fucking know. Fuck if I know. We're really well organized, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have the other ones coming at you, um, one a month ish. Mm-hmm. So, hope you enjoyed this. Let us know if we're always open to hear TV shows movies that you guys want us to watch and bitch about bachelor soon that starts this week so uh prepare yourselves for some celebrity tv content yeah (laughs) we will be bitching a lot about the bachelorette yes but also i think we're gonna like katie i do she seems fun and we're gonna love the absence of chris harrison bye bitch yes female hosts we love strong lady power yes absolutely all right guys well uh, please follow us on Instagram at Worth a- Worthless Opinions Podcast. Smash um, those five stars. Leave us some lovely reviews. And if you have any questions or comments, then feel free to reach out to us on Instagram. Yep. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.